0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM.
1: Persian Lessons is the name of a touching and nail-biting Holocaust movie that tells the story of an unconventional relationship between the German chef of a concentration camp kitchen and a young Belgian Jew who falsely claims to be a Persian in order to survive a mass shooting. He is now obliged to teach the chef a language that he only pretends to know. The film will be released in South Africa cinemas on the 19th of March. To tell me more about this film, I'm joined by Ryan Hadarian, the CEO of Forefront Media Group, a distribution and production company. Ryan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me.
0: It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Ryan, let's start off right at the beginning by deciding whether this is going to, be, interview is going to be a spoiler alert or not.
0: You know, every time I tell people the story, it just drives them to want to watch the movie. So, you know, I think, it's okay to have a spoiler in there, unless you feel completely opposite, and then maybe I shouldn't give away the awesome twist that makes this movie well, so special.
1: I'm the kind of person that reads the last page of the book first, before I decide whether I'm going to read the book at all. <laughs> so I, I love spoilers, but I'm not sure if I'm unique in that. So we'll just have to see where the interview takes us, I guess. Let's start off. Is it a true story, Ryan?
0: Yes. In fact, um, it's inspired by true events is how it's built in the trailer. Uh, when you read through the press kit where the director is talking about the story, it's not a specific event that happened and a specific person's story, but it's an amalgamation of many different stories. He talks about it in such a touching way when he says this kind of story was repeated over and over and over again, which is ingenuity and wit and the sheer will to survive and figure out a way, uh, created stories that were an amazing and, and I think he even used the word crazy you know like you would never you know if you put this in a Hollywood movie you would think oh it's not true but but it is <laughs> this stuff happened uh, left right and center when people were faced with the most bizarre and and you know ridiculous and hateful and and there's countless adjectives to come up with what the holocaust was um so yes Yeah, I guess the short answer is yes to that question.
1: So tell me a little bit about the the writer and the producer and the bringing of a story like this together. What goes into it? Because the protagonist is a Belgian Jew. You, The language is not in English. The film is not screened in English. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. It's actually French, German, and fake Farsi or Persian. (laughs) So three different languages in this film.
1: And were any of the Persian words that he uses actually Farsi?
0: I think... The very first word that's used, which is baobao, bao, uh, which means father. It's actually set up in a, in a very touching way and you can actually see it in the trailer, uh, that'll, that's online. Um, the story opens with our, our protagonist sitting inside the back of a lorry or a truck, you know, like sardines with a whole bunch of other Jews who are being, who've been taken. And he pulls out a little piece of bread to start eating. And the guy sitting next to him says, I'll trade you this. And it's like this kind of precious book that he's showing him that's got a lot of value. He's like, what is that? And he's like, you know, I got it from my landlord or, or from my tenant. I forget. And, um, you know, it's the history of Iran. It's, it's a Persian book and, and he looks at it and it's very, you know, pretty. And, and he opens it and they see some Farsi writing and he's like, what is that? And he says, it means blah, That means father. And he's like, okay. And he gives him the sandwich, and he takes the book, and uh, and that's how the whole story starts.
1: I For only so a, like
0: two minutes later to be pulled out, and <laughs> by by oh, the Gestapo.
1: So you're saying that the movie is in French, German, and not really Farsi because we only have one real Farsi word in the whole book. The rest is just making up. Exactly. But how what, what, how does a film like this come together?
0: It's interesting. Um, how do any movies come together truthfully? But when reading uh, the backstory of why this happened, it's fascinating. One is the director, Vladimir Perlman is someone who I personally have been following. I remember the first film he did, which was the house of sand and fog. I don't know if you read that bestseller or saw the movie, but it was a book that I actually chased as a producer. I, I loved the book. It brought tears to my eyes. It was super heartwarming. He ended up getting the rights. Um, and it was his first feature of film as a director. So he went after it as the, the key creative and he ended up casting a very big cast for that film. It got three Oscar nominations. Um, it had Ben Kingsley in it. Um, it was a really touching story. and And so this is a guy who I've always gone super talented filmmaker, super talented director. And the moment I saw his name attached to this project, I said, I got to read the script. Because as distributors, we often purchase the rights to films to release before they're even made. You know, it's in the very early packaging stages. They're like, this is the director. Here's the script. These are the actors we're thinking about. And I actually read that script and thought, wow, this is super touching. And knowing that this guy is going to be the Helmer, um, we, we actually... Got involved right at the beginning. So how he says the story came about was a, a Russian producer who had uh, an adaptation of a short story that was turned into a script. And then the director read that script and said, I'm in. I want to do this film. Um, and so that's how it all kind of unfolded and happened.
1: Ryan, I watched the trailer, which I think was like one minute and 30 seconds. And <laughs> the tension, I'm not sure I could sit through like 90 minutes of such nail-biting tension because what happens is they start this relationship or interaction and the the, the German chef kind of suspects he's being lied to almost right from the beginning, I'm guessing. And then... Obviously, the relationship grows, the relationship between him and fellow inmates and between the the German guard and his fellow um, Nazi operatives, whatever you want to call them. Um, It it must have been the the tension is really almost unbearable.
0: It's edge of your seat. And, you know, I love films that actually move my heart. And this film had me actually bawling in the cinema. I was at the Berlin Film Festival watching its premiere and going you know, I couldn't hold back the tears and I knew everything that was going to happen because I had read the script. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a movie that will touch you in, in really profound ways. And that's where the tension, there are light moments as well there, you know, there's a lot of ridiculousness that goes along with a guy who's learning, uh, a language that's completely made up and taking it completely seriously. Actually in the trailer, there's a little moment where he, the German, uh, decides to write a poem in this fake language. He's trying to be very profound and and moving. And, you know, uh, our protagonist is just, you know, trying to swallow laughing at, at how ridiculous the whole situation is. In fact, I remember there was one really fun moment in um, the script that was kind of a postscript, right, at the very end after the end, which didn't actually make the movie that I remember I wish they had put in the film because it was another moment where you you kind of get a chance to see how bizarre this situation really is
1: um do you, you uh, it premiered at the berlin film festival um you, you were obviously emotionally touched by it what were the critics what was the general reception
0: interestingly all the reviews that are actually out on the film are german language because that's the first territory that it was released in. so germany and france released first because it's the it's film of that language the u.s because of the pandemic everyone's held back so we're going to be kind of the first English language territory to release the film. Um, so we'll see what the reviews are in English for the first time <laughs> coming out of here. Um, we were able to pull some, you know, quotes trying to use Google Translate, you know, about, um, you know, inevitably it's a touching story. The performances are outstanding. Um, there's some really amazing stuff about the performances in that, you know, the, the lead Jew story character is, He's actually Argentinian and, but he speaks Spanish, Italian, French, and now he learned German for the film because he's got to communicate with the German and, and, you know, supposedly the accent's amazing and, you know, it's a, it's a fascinating to see how everyone says he was so perfect for this role.
1: So, and um, the, the movie premieres here on the 19th of March. Yes. Um, will it be available? at all our theatres?
0: Well, no, it's not going to be a giant wide release like you would expect on an action film. It'll it'll be in the smaller specialty houses. Sturkinekor will probably have it um, at all of the Nouveau sites that we're used to seeing films like this. I know the lobby will also have it in Cape Town. So it'll be in kind of the major cities. Um, the video-on-demand release will happen, you know, two, two months or so after, so everyone w- at that point will be able to rent it on iTunes or Google Play or whatever platform that they... Uh, access it, which is how I think people who aren't in these major cities or near these big cinemas um, will be able to to finally get their hands on it and, and, and their eyes on it. The reason that it was so impressive to me, which was, you know, this story of a guy who gets this Persian book at the very beginning of the movie is five, not even five minutes, two minutes later, they're all pulled out. They're lined up to be executed. And he fakes the execution. So they shoot everybody and he falls down and the guards notice and they come and they, like kick him and they say, this guy is not, he's not, uh, he's not really dead. And he starts screaming, I'm not a Jew, I'm a Persian. He starts screaming, I'm a Persian, I'm a Persian. And they're like, what? And so one of the guards stops him because he says the cook back at the concentration camp said they would give us a reward if we found him a Persian. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, let's try So they take him back. And the reason is because the cook's got a brother living in Iran. He would escaped the war and gone there. And his plan is after the war, he's going to go to Iran and open a German restaurant. <laughs> this is the the antagonist's whole dream. And so they take this guy to the cook. And he says, I don't like liars. You know, tell me. A few words, and you see it in the trailer where he's like, you know, tell me the word for mother, and he makes up the first word. Throughout the story, he's now got to make up, he makes up over 3,000 words, and he makes it up, and his biggest dilemma is how do I remember these names? And so he starts to pick the names from the names of the individuals who are in the camp. And so this is the part that starts to get really, you know, heart-wringing, is that at the end of the story, beyond all the tension between the two, the allies show up. And the Nazis start to burn all the records and they get out of Dodge. And when the Allies show up, they're looking through the records and they don't know who's been killed here. But the one guy who can remember every single person who was killed is our hero, who happened to use each of their names for a word in his made-up language. So that's... The super, super touching part of the story.
1: Right, and I have goosebumps. And we're going to leave it on that that note. Um, if anybody would like to uh, see the trailer, where should they go and have a look or the movie? Actually, if
0: they go to the stir website, they'll see it in the coming soon section, Persian Lessons. They can click on it and watch the trailer there. Or they can go to our website, forefrontmedia.co.za slash Persian-lessons. Or just a YouTube search. Uh, the the trailer's all over.
1: Thank you very much. That was Ryan Haydarian, CEO of Forefront Media Group.